Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. And good morning, everybody. God bless you. It is Monday, June. I can't believe it. Man, we are already halfway through the month of June. No, here we go. It's crazy. You are listening to Pastors Live, and this is episode 793. Excuse me? Gary, what have you started here? <laughs> and where I, will it end? It's a number thing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, don't give the people hope, Dave. Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? My goodness. But listen, look, Gary, look what you have put up on the board. I just saw this. Gary, I am so proud of you. It (laughs) is International Falafel Day. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. Is that true? Or did you make that up? No. It is is. International Falafel Day, everybody. Go out and get a falafel and feel awesome. Yeah. There's really only one place you can get it here, right? There's actually two places in town. Okay. There's two places here in town. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I can mention them or not, but there, there is a place over on Park and Broadway that uh, my wife really enjoys, and we get them there. And there's also another one that is now in the farmer's market on Saturdays, and they have a place here in town. Oh, okay. And they uh, actually, I've enjoyed them both. So, yeah, you can, you can get your falafel here. But I don't know about our friends in Iowa, guys that are listening in Iowa and Missouri, uh, do they have falafel? They have there corn falafel the there. there. It's made corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. GBR baby, go big red! <laughs> hey, listen, you are listening. You, <laughs> you have accidentally or or for, for whatever reason tuned in to Pastors by the grace Live. of God you have turned. Yeah, it by the grace of God, <laughs> you have stumbled upon, found yourself listening to Pastors Life in studio today. We have, of course, my good buddy, Pastor James Runcorn. Hello, James. Thank you for allowing me to come back, Pastor Dave. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever. And the odd thing it has is, been forever. the last time I was in studio, I feel like we were talking about falafels. So I feel like nothing's changed. No, nothing's changed. So for two weeks there, you guys didn't mention falafels? and That's all we talk about. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, falafel okay. every day. There is a new hibachi grill opening on the west side of town this That's month. Good, but do they have falafels? That's what I was going to say. They might have falafels. I don't know. Okay. You don't know. It's important. I'm <laughs> sorry, you. Mike, too. That was Thank not you. recorded. Hello? Please repeat what? That. Try that. Try that again. <laughs> Hello? Can't hear you. It's good Can't to be back. You. That's check, what I'm check, saying. Check. And of course, Mr. Gary Austin, the voice of the valley. How you doing, buddy? Pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah. Doing good. If we're here on Monday and we're alive, we're smiling. Yeah. We're having weird. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you Monday, know, we love Monday. Monday. <laughs> we love Mondays here because Mondays are... Tithe Tithe Day. Day. There it is. So Tithe Day Monday. I love it. Also, uh, not with us today, uh, by the grace of God, (laughs) Simeon. Um, well, well, I thought Pastor, you were going to say Ty. I, I, you know what? Pastor Ty is getting taking some much-deserved, much-needed rest yeah. today. Amen. And our good buddy Shane, of course, just wrapping up youth camp, and so he also is probably catching up on some stuff. Oh, for sure. How can you not? Oh. Now, and, and my good buddy, my friend, my pal, my compadre, my uh, fellow Baptist, Pastor Joe Stepp. Hello, everybody. Good to be back. Now, now Joe, did, did you... Uh, were, were you and Jana involved with youth camp in the past? Not in the past. Um, 
not here. You're talking like way no, past. Like, yeah, 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 back yeah, way in, past. Yeah, back in so, Tejas. Yeah, we got we got a lot of opportunity. We did a lot of camps together. Uh, whether we taught, whether we did the recreation, whatever it was. So yeah. we we poured a lot of time. And did you lose a lot of sleep camps. during those camps? No. What happened most of the time is that when the games would happen, I got really competitive and we got in a fight. All right, so um, I, have no, I have no idea where to take that. Um, I, I do have a question for you, though, Pastor Dave. Yes. Uh, Joe was not here when you mentioned the uh, amazing backstory to Tithing Mondays. Um, and no, I, those, saw the, I saw the look on his face when we all did that. There might be some listeners who have just tuned in for the first time and don't understand the point of Tithing well, Monday either. That, that, tithing may be, Monday. that may be true. All I can say to Joe is, you know, you should be listening to the podcast, and to our <laughs> listeners, they can go back. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. If you know, you know. If you, <laughs> all right. That's right. You I know. love you too, if man. If you know, you know. Yeah. So tithe uh, Monday Tithe Day started years ago with me, a buddy of mine named Perry Perry Mansell, a, a general contractor, was helping me build some bleachers in our youth group, uh, our youth room. Pardon me. Uh, there at Calvary Chapel in Bellflower, California, Hosanna, and um, the one day that Perry could help me uh, with these bleachers was on Monday, and I was super bummed because Monday for years had been my day off. That was my one day a week. And he said, hey, I can help you on Monday. So, all right, man, Monday it is. And here, you know, I'm there waiting in the in the youth room, and right at 8 o'clock, here comes Perry Mansell walking up the driveway with uh, two cups of coffee and two donuts, a big silly grin on his face from ear to ear, just whistling. And uh, as he got closer to the youth room, I said, what in the world? What are you so happy about, dude? And he goes, oh, man, it's Tithe Day. And I go, it's Monday, man. It's, it's my day off. He goes, no, it's Tithe Day. And I said, well, what, what's Tithe Day? And he said, well, if you work a 40-hour work week, Monday through Friday, that means that from 8 to 12, the first tenth, the first tenth of your week, the first four hours of the week, I am working directly for Jesus. He goes, Monday is my favorite day of the week because it's tithe day. Changed my outlook on Mondays wow. for the rest of my life. How about that? Isn't that cool? I love that. So Monday, tithe day. You're working nice. is under the Lord today. And we had that question uh, last week, right, Gary? These these two young fellers weren't here. Right. But one of the questions was, how do you work as under the Lord? And that's yep. one concept that you can keep in mind. Hey, uh, when you're working uh, and, and you're a giver, uh, a portion of what you earn in your work is going directly to the exactly. Lord. So there you go. Yeah. Hey, I know it's Monday and it's not really question day. We typically keep questions till Friday. But, Gary, we had three come in over the weekend. Can yeah. I do these today? Absolutely, yeah. I think well, we you're, should. You're the boss yeah, of me. That'd be good. <laughs> I, I, no. At home, it's be more assertive, Gary. That's why it's called assertive. Pastors Live, right? Oh, I thought it was Hey Pastors Live. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. This is from Arlo Sampson. Arlo, we don't know where you live, but oh no, I I take that back. We sure do. I should read the question. Shut up, Dave. Here we go. Uh-oh. Pastors, thanks for mentioning Shane. Can you re- or uh, Shane James? Can you read that second sentence right after? Thanks for mentioning. Uh, let's see here. Where are we? Thanks for mentioning Kiss My Grits Cafe. Thank you very much. Uh, in Burlington Junction, Missouri. Oh, I, you can't say that? Oh, go ahead. Kiss My Grits. There you go. You can't uh, say that? You say in like Burlington on Junction, Missouri. Kiss My Grits. They oh. aired your podcast this week. Yeah. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. I thought we that was cool. love. Boom. Kiss My Grits. Right. It's, and so we'd love to have you guys for a weekend of worship at First Christian Church. What? Yeah, I thought we that was way cool. We just got invited back to Missouri. Yeah. Wait, to preach? I'd love to preach well, in Missouri. I think he said to worship. Oh, to worship. <laughs> Never mind. 
We well, we'd love to hear you worship, Pastor James. Not with my voice like this. It's I'm it's raspy right now. Well, is that an improvement or it is an improvement? Well, there you go. As, as you, you <laughs> know, something about flight. something about grits. When I did my basic training at Fort Benning, Georgia, I had never been introduced to grits. And as they were serving up, as you're going down the line, I said I'd like some of that malto meal, and they they didn't oh. even flinch. Oh, but. And they would put it there, and people were putting salt and pepper on their malto meal, but it wasn't malto meal, it no, was grits. That's correct. And I didn't they do now, look similar. Now, now I know. Pastor Joe, you're from Tejas. Texas. And what part? All the way up in the top of the panhandle of Texas. Right? Perryton. Wait, way, way Texas. up yonder there in Perryton. Uh, North close. of Amarillo. I mean, I'm like right. seven miles from the state line of Oklahoma. Right. Wow. There you go. I was going to okay. say Arkansas. I apologize. I was not yeah, a geographer. Yeah, that's way out major. east. Yeah, yeah I, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. Come on. So uh, you were near uh, O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A. Oklahoma. Where, where the wind comes whistling yeah. down the plane. See, you think I don't know these things, James. Oklahoma. <laughs> now, you eat a lot of grits up there on the panhandle of Tejas? Interesting. Grits was not, now Malto Meal was, but grits was right. not a part of my growing up um, experience. Yeah. My dad was born and raised in Austin, big malto meal guy. Big malto meal guy. Interesting. Not yeah. cream of wheat, but malto meal? Ma- and cream of wheat. My, oh, dad okay. loved, my dad loved cream of wheat, loved malto meal, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. My mom would make that in the morning before we'd go to, go to school. Oh, man, it's so good. Yeah? And, and now, uh, Pastor James, you got introduced to grits, because you're a California boy like me. I was. Yep. And how did you, did you fall in love <laughs> with grits? Well... Because I didn't understand the refined way of eating it. I didn't understand you put it on eggs, you put salt and pepper and all that. I mean, I would put sugar and butter and, you know, eat it like cream yeah. of wheat or malt yeah. meal. But yeah. So anybody know what is a grit? It's malt meal on eggs with salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gary, man. do you know what a grit is? I don't. Well, it's the stuff wh- that gets stuck in your teeth, right? Why in heaven's name grits. would you kiss them? Because they're delicious. Okay. I guess I don't. Kiss so, my grit. if we... <laughs> That's that's the name of the cafe I love in it. Burlington Junction, Missouri. If I ever go there, I I love <coughs> unique names of restaurants and eateries, right. and so I I'd love I'd love to go there. And did you ever go to go the Whistle there. Stop? No, where's that? <laughs> little little fried green tomatoes reference. Oh, um, Whistle Stop. An old conversation. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. All right, <laughs> no, we have another one here. Pastors, and this is a more serious one, I think. Okay. Yeah, this is from Ashley, down south here in Pocotello. <clears throat> Hey, Ashley from Pocatello. God bless you. Thanks for listening, Ashley. She says, hopefully you can respond to this question. Uh, I love you guys and enjoy the podcast. Something that has been on my heart for quite some time is this. Did I actually have a choice or was this God's plan all along? That's a great question. She says, it's sometimes comforting to tell myself that God's sovereignty somehow absolves us of our responsibility But I also know that when I do that, I feel like I'm making a mockery of Scripture. Uh, Thanks for your response. Wow. Ashley, I want to start at the end of the statement here. uh, And not only thank you for your comment and and your question, but, you know, I I don't think having a question is is mocking the Lord or mocking Scripture. Um, And I think we all have that perplexity, right? The Apostle Paul um, he, between, uh, Romans chapter seven and Romans chapter eight, I mean, here's a guy who's really, you know, pastor Joe dealing with some, he, he's perplexed about mm-hmm. his own behavior, about his own feelings. David writes, you know, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. I mean, there, there are a number of people I think that we can look at and Elijah, of course, had a tremendous lapse of faith, um, 
Abraham is told to leave Ur of the Chaldees. He goes to Haran and spends 25 years. All he did was right. move up river. He, he didn't go for I think it went, what, 50 miles, I think, from Ur of the Chaldees to Haran. <clears throat> Pardon me. And he, he's, he's stuck for 25 years until his old man dies, right. you know. And, and when his dad dies, he finally, Abram, uh, gets off his duff and moves. So there's a lot of, I think, examples in Scripture where people um, struggle. They don't necessarily wait on the Lord's promises um, or they don't understand necessarily. Right. And that, you know, Paul certainly struggled with with that. I mean, here's a guy, you know, we, we met Paul in our recent reading uh, as Saul there at the stoning of Stephen. And throughout his lifetime and ministry after his salvation, everybody forgave him but himself. Paul never seems to let up on himself. I agree. And that, you know, that happens. But Ashley, I don't think that's mocking the Lord. As far as the other one, sovereignty versus personal responsibility, what say you, Pastor Joe? Well, I think it. most people are going to wrestle with that, right? The yeah. sovereignty of God and your your choice. So welcome to the club. You're not unique. The, the struggle is real. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but yet, I think, uh, two, two thoughts here with struggling with the reality of God working. So you brought up Joseph. Uh, and Joseph at one point when he's in jail after he's booted out of Potiphar's house, right? Uh, and he's now in jail. He's in control of the jail. The two guys come in. They both have dreams. <clears throat> one dies, one lives. Right. The, when he uh, finds out that the baker, the baker is going, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so the butler dies, the baker lives. And he actually says to the baker, Hey, you're going to go free. You're going back to the king, to Pharaoh. And what does Joseph say? I don't belong here. Please get me out of here. And what happens? Ashley, he's there for two more years. It wasn't God's timing. Now, Joseph had a choice, but yet he was after getting out. Now, later, as you read through the Joseph story, he names two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And those two names, Ashley, I'm just going to let you do it for some homework. Go look up those two names of Joseph and ask me if he learned something about God's sovereignty in his life. It is phenomenal. The other one that I find interesting is in Philemon. You got a runaway slave Onesimus. You have Paul leads him to Christ while he's in prison. And actually, I I think probably Timothy and Philemon or or Onesimus, I mean, are the ones that carry the letter back to the the slave owner Philemon, right? right? Imagine that. Well, don't don't do anything to me there, boss, because here you need to read this, <laughs> need to read this first, right? But yet. Paul says this: perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back forever. So Paul is willing to step back and say, you know what? God's hand in working this. Don't make a temporary judgment. Don't be knee jerk reaction. Always step back and and consider. Right. Perhaps God is at work in this, right? And, and remember when, when, when Paul writes to the Corinthians in, in 1 Corinthians 7, and he says, hey, how were you called? You yeah. know? And he says, if you were called as a slave to men, don't worry about that because now you're free in Christ. Oh, hey, if you can be freed, go for it. Yes. But if not, don't worry about it. And so there's that yeah. kind of that um, that personal responsibility and sovereignty working uh, in uh, in concert. Pastor James, what say you? Sir? Beautiful. Well, part of part of her question says, did I actually have a choice 
or was this God's plan all along? Well, what is God's plan? I think if I tell you my opinion of God's plan, it's going to be pointless. But let's let's see what Scripture says. Second Peter three nine, uh, it says, "The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to what? Come to repentance." Yeah. And that's why we look at John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves you immensely. That's why he gave you the opportunity to join his family. And he extends that to the world, but he loves us enough to not twist our arm and force us into that. You know, when, when you're looking at a relationship between two people who've been courting, it doesn't work out very well if the man goes to the woman, gets on his knee and says, I got you this ring. You will marry me. The words are in the wrong order. It's, will you marry me? He gives the woman the opportunity to respond. And of course, his heart is that she will respond. God's heart is that we will respond. And he gives us that choice. And and there's so many other opportunities in Scripture to find God's heart where he's asking us. Like Jesus says, remain in me. It's an invitation Jesus says, uh, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whoever opens the door, I'll come in and dine with him and he with me. So there's no mockery here. No. Um, there, there's, no, no. there's no manipulation. There's, it, it's, it's a beautiful relationship. And relationship is a two-way street. It's not a, a one-way forced. Um, <laughs> it, it just doesn't work that way. This is not relationship if you look at it like that. You know, our, our reading today, <clears throat> pardon me, in Acts chapter 10 kind of uh, goes along with that as well, right? Peter is there <clears throat> in Joppa, and he's got this, he's looking out over the Mediterranean, and uh, he gets this vision, right? He has this vision of the three sheets coming down, or I would say the three sails. He's looking at these boats out on the Mediterranean. He goes into this kind of a trance. He has a vision of three sails or three sheets, if you will, coming down from heaven full of all kinds of unclean animals. And the Lord, you know, uh, hey, kill and eat and, and that whole business. You guys know the story. Anyway, when he, he has this option now, the Lord says to him, hey, there's going to be uh, an opportunity for you, and there's a knock at the door, and there's how many Gentiles? Three, mm-hmm. just like the three sales that came down. And they're saying, hey, our boss, Cornelius, um, you, you know Cornelius. Cornelius, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Cornelius's ship had crashed and uh, apparently wanted Peter. No, Cornelius uh, is down and he wants Peter. He's been told by the Lord, go and send to Peter. Now, there's the point of what I'm trying to say is, as I'm getting this frog in my throat, everybody has a choice here. Cornelius has a choice. Am I going to send guys up to Joppa to get Peter? Peter has a choice. Am I going to obey and go down to Caesarea and preach to to the house of Cornelius? Um, When he preaches, Cornelius' family has a choice. Are we going to respond to the wooing of the Holy Spirit? Now, the Lord is sovereign in all of that, and he's put all of them in the right place at the right time. He's intersected all of their lives and roads. But at the end of the day, everybody has a choice. Am I going to be obedient to the Lord and thank God that 
especially I thank God for Peter's obedience because later on in Acts 15, right, he's going to stand up at the Jerusalem council when they're arguing about Gentiles coming to faith and do Gentiles have to be good Jews to be good Christians. And he stands up and says, do you guys remember what happened with Cornelius? And so uh, Paul and Barnabas are off the hook and James stands up and says, hey, uh, we're not going to put that heavy rap on those guys. That all happens as a result of one guy's simple obedience now, could God have, if Peter had not been obedient, could God have raised up somebody else? Yep, I think so. But Peter was obedient. God's sovereignty was uh, at play, and and people are saved, man. So um, to wrap this up, bro, why don't you, if you have another thought, or you can take us out, or however you want to do that. Well, here's, here's the thing. You have the choice, uh, no matter who you are, to right. respond, because God <clears throat> loves you immensely. And he opens his arms and says, Please, please respond. I love you this much that I sent my son to pay the price for your sin. That's why we're doing this show. That's why we've done the show. That's why we will continue as God allows us to, is to get that message of hope out there, that regardless of what your situation is, there is a God who loves you, and there are people who love you. We love you. We don't know you, but we love you, and we do pray for you. And we pray that this this podcast helps to um, encourage you to access God's Word, to get into His Word, to pray more regularly, to, to get in a community of believers who... Uh, where that that church, wherever is near you, preaches out of the Word of God and not their own opinions and agendas. But that's the hope of this. And and we love you guys, your family. Uh, God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.